Hello and welcome back to Trust the Process podcast. On today's episode, I will be talking about self-love slash self-growth. With my self-love journey, it started probably... I've had a lot of mental health issues over the years since maybe 8th grade. I remember getting bullied um, by these girls and... It just it just all started right there. It was middle school, eighth grade, typical bullies. Picking on the I guess I I was a little bit overweight, so I think that was the main reason that they picked on me. And because now that I think about it, I feel like the only thing I really talk about mainly is oh, if they're bullying you, they're probably insecure or jealous. Which I'm not saying they probably are, but I just like to reassure myself in a certain way. That way, they like don't have that much of an advantage to me. But back then, of course, I was still, what, like 12, I think? 12, 13 at 8th grade. And then it went on to freshman year. Of course, like it's high school, so it's a big change. It's a big change, of course, so I think it's also for the fact that I was just getting out of bullying, that it just had such an impact on me, and having, not being the smartest, I took all AP classes just for the fact that I wanted to get in a good college. I'm in college right now. I'm in a community college right now, just, I remember getting, wanting, or getting into a good college to get my parents approval because I wanted I wanted to make it look like I could make them happy because I feel like I'm not saying like they genuinely cared much about grades but they just wanted the best for us and I get that it's just back then I didn't really understand what they were asking so I didn't really like ask for help or anything I just did my thing as a teenager would so I took all AP classes and I think that's when I was also struggling I remember I wanted I felt I don't know when I guess um I guess just like the the thoughts of like suicide and wanting to hurt myself and things like that started but I just remember talking to a counselor because that's what one's supposed to do when you're asking for help never catch me talking to a counselor ever again about my mental health I'd go to a professional about that but it just escalated the situation into where it was unnecessary but it kind of was necessary since I did it in the school area so they escalated it to where I had to be put on a hold for the hospital and then shortly after, they sent me to a mental institution. Um, I think I remember going there, and I expected it to be like how the movies are. And of course, there's there was patients there where it was like the movies, where they had really serious issues. But it's not like I was very afraid of them, because they were like, they're human like me too. And I'm just like, they're they're... 
what they're dealing with was probably more than what I was dealing with. So I just went about my day. Of course, I didn't know what to do or what to say or who to talk to because I didn't know anybody there. I know we had roommates, so we had, I think, just two girls. It was, like, separated girls and boys. Um, I remember every time, like, the guys would go across from the girls' rooms, they'd be like, ooh, or, like, things like that. Just for the fact that it's girls and guys. Um, and then I remember making a lot of friends. So when I left, I was only there for a short period of time because I didn't really have as much as the other girls there. So I remember only being there for about five-ish or no, three, three to five, I think, days. But it still, like, I guess had an effect on me. Because it was just for the fact that I didn't really know what was going on or what was happening. And I just got taken away from my parents. I thought I was just going to get, like, medication or things like that. But to deal with. And I couldn't really tell my friends at the time because I thought they were going to be judgmental about it. Um, so I kind of really felt alone. And I guess that's where it just progressed to where I was having I guess depression I didn't really want to go anywhere get out of bed um talk to anyone I remember I pushed my best friend away for a very long time and she just wanted to know what was going on um and I feel bad for this day that I didn't really give her or tell her what exactly what was going on I know it takes, like, a lot of, I guess, courage to say what was going on and what was I dealing with. But I think it was just for the fact that I I didn't really know exactly what was happening in that moment anyways. So I didn't really know what to do. Um, here comes sophomore year. And then COVID hits, obviously. But I think it, I think COVID for me was more helpful than not helpful. I know like a lot of people got worse with their mental health because they were excluded from their friends. They were excluded from their friends. And I think since I already felt like I was excluded from my friends, even though I would like talk to them and like, I guess just be there then I think what I think it was just for the fact that I was struggling with mental health that I felt very alone and I couldn't really talk to anyone um and I guess for me when COVID hit it didn't really affect me that much since I already was used to not being able to talk to anyone or see anyone or go outside things like that but I think it it hit me for the best because I know like it wasn't it wasn't I guess it wasn't really like a 
it was a bad thing, obviously, but it wasn't a bad thing on my part for the fact that I just, like, realized more into who's my friends and who didn't want to talk to me during COVID and who's this, who's that. Like, I'm not saying any of them are, like, it's their fault. I'm not going to name names, obviously, but they'll probably know who they are. Um, and I just, I think it was just for the fact that after I got closer with certain friends than other friends, and then here comes junior, but also it's still in COVID, and senior year. Senior year was probably my best year, because I had made a lot more new friends, and gotten a lot more closer with friends. Um, and then graduation hits. I know after graduation, it's, like, a lot to deal with. Because you don't really know what to do. It's, like, college now, and now you're technically an adult since you're in college. Um, I know I had gotten a little more bad once it hit college, because I didn't really feel like I fit in college. I know I had resorted to self-harm and topics like that and situations like that I was put in therapy for a little bit but I really didn't feel like it was helping me I think it was just for the fact that I was dealing with the problems since freshman year on my own so when it hit senior year and I started having panic attacks and then I was shortly diagnosed with bipolar disorder I know a lot of people don't really know what bipolar disorder is I don't I am still trying to figure it out but I remember there was this one time where there was this situation where I was really going through it and I had gotten mad at my sister for not washing like a plate or something and I yelled at her or I like I guess jumped on her but not in like a way to harm her. I just it was like the the roller coaster of emotions just like took over me. So I I couldn't really do anything much about it. So when I as soon as I saw her face and how scared she was, then I just knew. I I knew that I didn't want to be this way my whole life. Of course I know that I'm going to have to keep taking my medication and trying to like talk it out and things like that but it was just for the fact that I didn't want anybody else to go through what I put my sisters through hold on and like having that with just wanting to change for the better is probably the best thing to do I think there was an airplane going by so I just wanted to clear that up. Um, but I I just wanted them to feel like, even though I don't, I'm not really, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not good at, like, I guess, comforting people, I would say. But I just want them to know that, like, if they're ever, I guess, like, struggling through anything, then... Even though, like, of course, like, siblings fight every oh, so often. Like, I, I do really care about them. 
and I want them to have the best for them that I really couldn't have. Because, of course, since, like, being the first child and, like, the first daughter, obviously, it's a lot of pressure on you to have, to not screw up, practically. To not screw up and to feel, like, disappointment in the family because you you were supposed to be, like, I guess, the perfect child and going off to college, having this future, having this good job, having this and that. And it just, I think, even after how I've, like, progressed and even, like, going to community college just for these two years and then transferring to what I want to be later in the future, I think it's also for the best for me. I know a lot of people just want to go straight to university, and I had that mindset too. I just wanted to go straight to university, skip community college. But I just, I remember applying, and I messed up a little bit because I had applied to private colleges instead of, like, I guess public colleges. And... I still laugh at it to this day, but of course, I think I would have gone with community college anyways, just for the fact that I don't want to overwhelm myself since I was still going through what I was going through, and I know I I have a dog, um, I know she doesn't really like me at times, and my sisters can like know that and all that, but I think It's just for the fact that even though she doesn't like me, I know she's still, like, she's still there. Like, I remember even, like, talking to her or, like, one time where I know she's going to die one day. It's just the fact that she was there. I I have her tattooed on me for the fact with a semicolon because of the um, self-harm issues and all that. Um, and even though she doesn't talk or anything, it's just for the fact that when I was alone, she could listen without giving her opinion. And just having that kind of, like, reassurance and having that, like, kind of trust just does really something to a person where it's, like, you don't really feel as alone as you did before. I know my voice keeps cracking because it's very emotional to talk about. Um, and I, I think, like, I think the girl that like was bullied back in eighth grade would have been very proud of me of how I've become now and how much I give to myself. And even though, like, it's, I want to be in a relationship and all that, I think this, just finding myself again and having that kind of self-love with myself is probably the best for me right now at the moment. And even making this podcast and having this kind of being able to, like, be vulnerable to people 
to show that it's okay to not be always happy or play this role that you have to play and to know that like you're not alone because I know a lot of people struggle with that and to realize that they're not alone and I really hope that this podcast or this at least this episode has helped people find and people to always be kind to others I know like I know I have I work and my coworkers say that I have that I'm like um I have a short temper I will admit that so of course I will be mean but not in the mean way to be like and I know I'm harsh on myself too I'm harsh on myself at times and it's just for the fact that I just there's there's those days everybody has those days where you're just just today is not the day and you feel like breaking down but you have to go to school or go to work or go to the gym take care of dogs siblings grandparents even uncles and I'm not saying it's like be be as open. I know some people are like as open as if like I know I see some videos and they're like it says a text or something and it's just them their whole page is dedicated to being open. Nothing's wrong with that. It's just for the fact that sometimes as as a person for me who hasn't really been open and hasn't had that opportunity to I guess have been talked about feelings or talking about feelings and things like that seeing something like that I know some people say oh you're asking for attention you're doing this you're doing that it's like they're not really asking they just want someone to understand them because I know sometimes I I don't really talk about mental health or self-love or topics like that. And it's just for the fact that I didn't really know what to do or how to address it or bring it up. But go ahead and keep talking about it because it just, I guess, mental health is like very um important to this generation generation more or less and yeah i think just if if people are still like growing and like going through things just give them time because i know like sometimes they say like oh like I know so I I know sometimes I say like it I don't I don't really care or like I'm not looking for a relationship right now like if if the opportunity comes up I, of course I would take the opportunity as soon as possible but do I really need to be in a relationship to be happy like I think the best thing about self-love is 
that it's okay to 100% be by yourself, take yourself on dates, treat yourself, and be happy as just being alone, as if you don't need friends or things like that. Like, of course, like, I love my friends with all my heart. And it's just for the fact that sometimes now, especially since college, they get busy. So they don't really have time to hang out or go out or things like that. And I think it's for the best because then you can find your own your own, like your own company, I guess. And yeah, I think I think self-love and self growth and having that kind of healing journey is the best thing anybody or any person can do especially if you're like if you were a hopeless romantic as me because I remember relying only on happiness from others and wanting to be in a relationship so bad but I think right now I if a relationship comes up of course I'll I'll consider it. But if it doesn't, then it's okay. It's perfectly fine. Just being by myself and enjoying my own company. And yeah, I think this episode has covered a lot. I got really into it, really deep. Of course, I got very emotional with it. And... Yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Trust the Process and self-love, healing journey, things like that. And I hope to catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you.